0: Welcome, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Anne Friendship. Hey, y'all. I'm your host, Toyin. And I'm Lou. And we're so excited to be back. I know you guys can tell. It's been a minute, and we're just going to pretend that this was a hiatus.
1: (laughs) Because it wasn't. Yeah, we're just going to keep going and act like nothing happened. (laughs) There has to be some reason as to why we have been missing. So, Toyin, what has been new with you lately?
0: Well, since the last episode, I've started school, so I'm back in grad school now. Um, and you're grinding.
1: You're you're in, like, the hard grad school. Because you know how there's, like, levels? I went to grad school. It wasn't that hard. You're really? actually in hard grad school. No, seriously. Is it hard?
0: I mean, yeah, it's hard. I'm. It's, it's hard because I'm doing it full-time, and I'm still working full-time, so... And you have
1: assignments and stuff.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it is hard. Like, my... For me, it's, like, Monday through Thursday, I'm doing schoolwork. Mm-hmm. And then I'm working Monday through Friday. Yeah. So my only real days off, like, to do nothing is Saturdays. And that's when I, like, don't go out, don't do anything because I'm just exhausted. So, yeah. 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 I mean, every time I tell people, like, yeah, I'm in school full-time and I'm working full-time, they're like, what? Like, why would you do that? And that, I, can, I can never, because most of the people in my program are part-time either doing part-time school or working Mm part-time um and yeah I don't know why I just like to be a fake overachiever like even in college I was taking like 20 credits I was like yeah I need to get it done and now I'm like please I just want to rest but I just I'm doing it full-time because I want to be done in two years yeah I don't want to drag this on
1: but so far do you like the program
0: I like it I like it (laughs) it's hard because I always say like I just school is just so School is rough. It's always rough. No matter no matter what you're studying, there's just some level of just why. Like my classes that are not in person are very stressful for some reason because you just you when you come home from work, you wanna relax. Yeah. But I have to prepare for a class. And so that's annoying. Um and then whenever I have a paper due, I'm just like <laughs> I, just be, I just be like I just be like you know that preparation process that takes like a day. Yeah, and then actually to sit and outline it and, and write then to it. work on the paper, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing? Every time I have a paper due, I'm like, why did I do? Why did I go back to school? Why am I back here? And then I get it done. I'm like, okay, I, I survived. I made it. Yeah. So I'm right now. I'm just counting down to to winter break. I just I need a break.
1: Yeah. No. Tony has really been in it, because I'm like, even to, this is why, like, you know, this is part of the reason why it's harder to um, schedule, and I think that's, we knew that these, like, transitions were coming, but it doesn't really, you don't know how intense it's gonna be, you know, so I definitely, like, dang, this girl's
0: in school, school, Mm -hmm. I do not miss school at all, like, at all, (laughs) but I, I mean, I feel like I can make time for stuff like this, like, I, I've been going to the gym more consistently, consistently now, so, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's my like, little escape from like the day. Like no matter what, I try not to skip the gym. Okay, like, you're like, going every day. Mm, I don't go every day because me and my friend who are both we're both we're both still in, we're both in grad school. So, um, whenever we have time, but we do try to go multiple times a week. Mm-hmm. So like we have like a consistent Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at least, mm-hmm. or Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Um, so yeah, that that has been like. We're going. Like, Mm -hmm. if I don't care what time it is. If I have an assignment due at 11 o'clock, I'm I'm going to the gym first and do the assignment because that's at least, that's that one thing that, like, I guess gets my adrenaline going and it's become a habit and I enjoy it. So, yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's been helpful.
1: Yeah. I think for me, since our last episode, I officially launched my planning business, which I had fun. This (laughs) girl has,
0: like what 10 15k views on her reels i know
1: it's crazy it, it's crazy cuz the reels you know reels how they they grow and suddenly they fly but um i think when it when we first when i first launched um i always like to launch or whenever i'm launching something i actually want to launch with something Um, So a lot of people were always asking me, like, how did you already have clients? And I do think that sometimes things happen the way they happen for a reason because I didn't plan on launching a planning company at all. Like, it was never something that I planned or thought about. But you did
0: do it, I did, yeah. Mm -hmm. I worked
1: with the company for a few years, and I loved loved the wedding industry. Mm -hmm. But I had to leave um, with that company because I just had a lot going on, a lot on my plate, and I felt like I couldn't balance it. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I think... Um, from that experience and from like assisting in different areas the people who reached out to me like the two weddings I had in September were because of like the connections that I made previously Mm -hmm. so then it just so happened that I had two weddings in September and then I had another wedding in October so at that point I was just like I should probably just make this official and Mm -hmm. actually do it Mm -hmm. um and then uh, since then it's just steadily been growing and I'm actually happy it's something that I truly enjoy and I really just like, it's, like, where I feel like I can excel. It's just, like, you know, like, when people, like, code or they, like, computers because it's just ones and zeros. That's how I feel with planning. Like, what you put in is what you get out. I don't feel like it's, like, a lot of vari- – like, there is a lot of variability, but I also feel like it's just, it's just easy. It's systematic, yeah. Yeah. and I feel like that is what makes me really enjoy it. So, since then – I was planning, and it was just hard. So the month of September was just really hard for me to do anything. Mm -hmm. And then October was okay, but I still had a wedding. And, you know, there really isn't any down season because now that the weddings for 2021 are done, I'm still now planning for for 2022. 2022, So it's no, like, down season. It's just that I'm not actively executing events but i'm still planning events mm-hmm. um but i i definitely do enjoy it and i feel like that has is something that i have now have added to like my repertoire or things that i'm doing and i always said it. i was like i have one more brand left in me right like, i'm like <laughs> there's one more thing that i have a, that i'm passionate about that i know i want to do and i know i want to launch and i'm just like i'm not that type of person where it's like oh well, i i have to only do one thing like yeah. i can do multiple things right. i'm okay with doing multiple things as long as i balance my life out efficiently mm-hmm. and I think that goes into what we're even talking about today so it's definitely
0: helpful are you um is it just weddings that you do or you do other other events I do other events I have a birthday party next year Ooh, yeah. yeah is it I'm a excited. big one like a, they're turning like 25 they're turning like, 30 oh wow you know who they
1: are but it's like a 30th birthday and and it's and where I'm trying to make it as like because I also want to to do other events because there's other life events mm-hmm. that people have it's just that some people don't want to hire a planner for yeah. you know other events in their life um, so there's that and you know Sam's actually graduating next year so I'm trying to convince him to do a party so yeah. I can plan it. Yeah. And that way if I'm planning it I know that I can do everything that I want mm-hmm. in a way to like showcase the max the max of my skills in mm-hmm. that sense. So that is something that I'm like trying to push him to do but it's low key for me but it's for him <laughs> so I'm like I don't know. so yeah, I do other events too oh, so I'm excited.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. We we're literally like we're li- we're like what do we call it Is it not serial entrepreneurs, but we're, like, serial, yeah, serial entrepreneurs. I'm going to, like, downplay it to, like, side hustles. But, like, we'd be doing... No, seriously. We're always thinking of something new to do some way, somehow, and then we just do it. So, like... Because
1: the worst thing can happen is if it if it doesn't do well. And there have been things that I started that did not do well. But, yeah. I'm, like, I get I do get embarrassed by it, but I'm not, like, super embarrassed where it'll hold me back mm-hmm. from doing something else. I'm like, I'm going to do it yeah. and just go out there. Because the worst part is launching it and then everybody seeing it and then people commenting and then it dies down and then you just live your life yeah. after that. <laughs>
0: I'd, be, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. That was a project that I enjoyed at that year, that month. But now yeah. I've moved on. So yeah. that's how so I, that's I am okay. too. Yeah. Yeah, how's
1: this holiday season? It hasn't we're still in the season, but how has the holiday season season been for you?
0: Man, holidays holidays are interesting as you get older. It yeah. just becomes more like I don't know, it starts to feel like another day sometimes. I guess until you like probably have your own family. Um, but yeah, it was chill. It uh, it it was Thanksgiving yeah. that just passed. So, yeah, it just it was it was okay. I I enjoyed it. I spent time with my cousins um but yeah it's starting to feel a little like we used to have the big events and stuff and I used to be at Friendsgiving endless Friendsgivings and endless uh what do we call it yeah Friendsgivings and like big like family gatherings and Mm -hmm. stuff and uh what do you Thanksgiving hopping and stuff yeah go to different houses I didn't do any of that this year, and I didn't do that last year either. So it's just like, oh, is this becoming a thing, or is it the pandemic? But yeah, yeah, it's okay.
1: Yeah, no this this holiday season is very, very, very different for me. Um, this Thanksgiving, it was just me and Sam in the house, but we we also had like a, a semi mini friendsgiving the week before. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not doing two, yeah. Two and that's the only one I went to. Your friendsgiving was the only one I went to. Yeah, and I was just like, so when Thanksgiving came around, it was just us, and you know, I think holiday seasons are just really hard when there's a lot going on in life so my heart goes out to if you lost a family member and, and or even not recently but even before in general because holiday season just kind of brings that back up and even though I haven't lost any like family members um, it's just strained relationships in general or just circumstances it just makes the holiday season a bit more like sad yeah and it's not even purposeful because you're thinking like you, you, you sometimes I'm thinking like I'll, I'll sit back and I'm asking myself like am I sad or am I just thinking about something yeah. too much yeah you know and i realized that sometimes I am sad and sometimes I'm like I try to downplay like mm-hmm. oh it's not that big of a deal but I'm like it is a big deal mm-hmm. you know it is I knew I know I am a little bit sad about this but it's okay you know like it's not everything or it's not forever mm-hmm. so um I think that ho- this holiday season is highlighting that for me but I also have the I'm also excited to um, kind of focus and build um, even when you, like, people say it's bad. This is actually kind of bad. But you're like, I can't wait to have my own family to do so they can just, we could just be better, you know? Yeah. But it, it, it is a cop-out because you still have to work on yourself and make sure that you're not passing on those um types of tendencies and things like that yeah. but it, it really does like this holiday season just made me like I'm so ready to like build a, a legacy build a generation and really you know pour into them and just be better in a sense yeah. and give them the experiences that I feel like I didn't have yeah um, but I also want to make sure I'm doing it in a healthy way so
0: yeah, yeah. holidays always makes uh no it doesn't always but like lately it's remind me how long like how lonely I am mm. because it's like yeah it's just I don't know, I always it's always around like November to maybe February. That's like, Yeah, girl, you're lonely.
1: But then after that I'm like, oh chill. No, that's actually true because November to February is when you're always like, Yeah,
0: I'll do a blind date and then as soon as March hits, you're like, I'm like, yeah. never mind. <laughs> Single life is the best life. That's, that's exactly how I get and then probably like around my birthday. I'm like, oh, like, Maybe. it'd be so nice for someone to treat me on my birthday. And then after that, I'm like, okay, back. <laughs> I'm back to, like, uh, whatever. So, yeah, yeah. I, I have these little pockets where I'm like, dang, like, I'm single, single. And then there's other times where I'm like, hmm, this is actually, this is okay. Yeah. So yeah, the And hugs. it's also engagement season, so I don't know if that makes a difference. Yeah. Well, I haven't, have I seen a lot of engagements?
1: It's probably going to start, but not, like, it's just on the, it just started. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to feel when that when that comes. I'm, yeah, I actually actually have seen a couple of engagements, but it's been okay. But like I think certain ones I'm going to be like, "Oh my gosh." So, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to brace myself for that.
1: <laughs> it's real. It's, it's real, no. So I completely understand. Yeah. So we do have a dilemma. Thank you guys for submitting dilemmas. We we still check them and look at them. Yeah. Um so this one says, "I have a friend who I've known for years now." We care about each other, but we also have a love-hate relationship. Our friendship has been a struggle with so many ups and downs, misunderstandings, offenses, etc. We honestly trigger each other. Though we've had healthy seasons in our friendship, the toxic seasons seem to overshadow that. I personally have heart issues that have made it difficult for me to fully trust her, even though she has expressed to me she is for me. Time and time again, I continue to question her motives and whether it's time to let this friendship go for good. Man, when I read this, this is like...
0: Let that joint go. (laughs) Let it go.
1: Like, (laughs) legit. Like, I think in talking about boundaries, I don't think you can fully flourish in this friendship while you feel this way in your heart, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. And I kind of feel like at the same time, When we say let it go, that doesn't mean, like, you're not friends with this person anymore. Mm -hmm. But if this is somebody that you once considered your best friend, maybe they're not your best friend anymore. Or maybe they're at a different, like, level in your life, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But this constant questioning her motives, having a love-hate relationship, it being toxic— I don't feel like it's worth the mental turmoil that you're already kind of going through. So in this case, I would definitely like set the boundaries that you require, not just from that friendship, but from all your friendships and trying to uphold that. And if that friendship um, kind of demotes itself because of that, that's that's okay. Yeah. But I don't think any healthy friendship, if you're questioning your motives and going back and forth and you can't have a healthy conversation about it, then I don't. Yeah.
0: Like imagine that with like any other relationship, like besides friendship like if if you were to go into a romantic relationship like that or like to to have like a family member where you're constantly going through that type of stuff like imagine like I like I'm imagining that that turmoil or that like anxiety that you might feel every time you're around them just like not sure like oh what's the mood today like what is this what kind of conversation are we gonna have today like you know that type of stuff it's just it's just too weighty. There's just a there's a lot that goes on in our lives in general, anyways. To to add a stress like that, I don't think it's worth it. And I think that, I mean, I, will I have a conversation? No, I'll probably just back away because you're starting to realize that, like, okay, this is becoming too much. Like, there's just too many ups and downs, and just us not knowing, like, you know, where this where this friendship where this friendship stands one day versus another day. That yeah, it's best to. To, yeah, set those boundaries and then decide that, you know, what you're going to do moving moving forward. But I'm also thinking, like, I, I don't know. Sometimes I want to know the context. Like, is this, like, is it is there a transition? Like, or is this person leaving school and mm. they're going to adult life? Or are you guys on two different, you know, like, seasons of life, I guess? that Like, what's causing this toxic tension that you guys are going through? Or, like, what, it, what would be the... Um, I guess the topics or the conversations that you both are having that you don't see eye to eye that makes the relationship you know go up and down. Like there's, yeah. I feel like there's sometimes there's certain things that that y'all discuss that people discuss that's like we just never see eye to eye on that. And if that's a big thing for you versus for someone else or vice versa, then that can also be a thing where it's like, yeah, this this is something that's important to me that's not important to them. That's why the friendship isn't is no longer. Uh, I guess sustainable. Yeah, or? no, sustainable is the mm-hmm. word. I I, I think
1: um, even with this friendship, you have to you have to also like let's say you do decide to let the friendship go. Um, a lot of times, when we let our close friendships kind of like dwindle away, a part of us um, kind of wants to hold on to that, hold on to the friendship because of history and also because like let's say that this friend is has a major accomplishment whether they're graduating from school getting engaged getting married we're like we want to be a part of their lives for those seasons Mm -hmm. so we're kind of like i want to hold on to the friendship but you also have to kind of get to the place where you understand or or have you know i guess you you're, you're okay with the fact that this person is going to have these accomplishments and they're going to go through these milestones without you. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. That doesn't mean you have to be over it. It doesn't mean, like, that's easy. That's something that's actually really hard yeah. to do whenever you're letting a friendship go. Like, yeah. you have to be able to see them go through these things and be happy for them.
0: You may from not be distance. on
1: this. Yeah, be happy for them from a, from a distance, even though you're not a part of it. Mm-hmm. Because I do think a lot of times... We hold on to friendships because of that, because I want to be a bridesmaid or I want to be, and I'm not saying everybody has those motives Mm -hmm. at all, but I do think a part of us, we think about like, dang, this person is going to celebrate this thing in their life and I'm not going to be there. Like we think about that, Mm -hmm. which kind of hinders us from doing the healthy thing, uh, which might be to let the friendship go, but on the opposite end, if you wanted to salvage this friendship, you would have to have really vulnerable conversations, maybe with a third party present yeah. and really kind of get to the bottom of things and then also believing the best because you said that in the in the dilemma, like you have a hard time trusting and believing her motives. But if you have said like, okay, I really want to make this friendship work and you guys have laid it out on the table, you have a third party there, you kind of like do all of the reconciliation necessary. From that point on, you actually have to decide to move on. Whatever has happened in the past, you have to let that go. And you have to decide, like, hey, I forgive you. I'm believing the best in you. And I'm going to walk in this relationship and this friendship with that mindset mm-hmm. rather than to kind of hold you to your past sins in a way.
0: Yeah. And it has to be a decision that both of y'all are making. Yeah. If, if one person's like, I want to hold on, the other person's consistently pushing away,
1: let it go. Yeah. And I think that's like actions also speak louder than words. Like, you can say you want to hold on to it, but... What are your actions saying?
0: You know, right.
1: So that yeah. has to be spelled out, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hope that helps. Hope
1: so. Let us know. We are going to talk about our topic today. It, the title of this podcast, as you guys can see, is burnout, boundaries, and friendships. This is a good title. Tony came up with this yeah. title.
0: <laughs> we um. So, like we said, like we've been just so busy that, like, even me and Lou weren't hanging for some time we didn't have opportunity to hang out like Mm -hmm. did we talk about this like you traveled to Italy and Greece and all those countries those are countries right yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) you traveled out there and so I think after that like I feel like I didn't see you really Mm -hmm. um after that and we didn't really like hang out after that um so yeah we like caught cat we were like catching up um One day, and then we were just like talking, and then it was like, wow, we're literally going through the same thing right now. Like, just we were just like overwhelmed with all this stuff that we were like doing, and like all of our things outside of work that we were that we are doing right now. Yeah, Yeah. and it's just been a time. So, like, yeah, yeah, we were just talking, and we're like, wow, we're we're tired, we're burnt out, and we have no boundaries. (laughs) Yeah, like, because we are saying yes to everything, we probably shouldn't be right. So, yeah, that's pretty much where we were like, yeah, good thing we have a podcast. Let's talk about it. So that's where yeah. we're here. No, legit. Um, how were
1: you, like, I guess before our conversation, how did you know you were, like, getting to the point of burning out?
0: Man, I feel like this happened. Okay, back to Twitter. I feel like I made a tweet. Was it September? And I said, yeah, come October, um, nobody ever asked me for anything because the word's going to be no. <laughs> a rule just straight up like that. Um so yeah I think right after right when school started like I I did say like when school starts there's gonna be so many things I'm Mm -hmm. just gonna have to let go of like I need to step away from um like I do photography and all these other things like I need to reduce like the amount of clients I have like I I have clients for the most some of the most random things Mm -hmm. like it's either (laughs) take a picture of my dog yeah (laughs) it's either photography or like websites or writing just different things and Mm -hmm. i'm just like it's just like Tony, what can you do what can't you do Mm -hmm. can you do it can you help me and so yeah i just have i just said i just told myself i'm gonna limit my my the client work period like no Mm -hmm. matter what the what the ask is i'm gonna limit myself from from doing that this like at least until winter break or something Mm -hmm. or for the rest of the year pretty much is what i said um, but of course I didn't do that because I never say it directly. Like I'm taking a break from mm-hmm. this. I just say, okay, well this is my last client for now. Like nobody has reached out to me. So that's it. That's six months. Yep. I'm, that's it. I'm at when the new year comes, that's when I'll get back to it. But I never think that someone's going to email me or someone's going to text me like, Hey, mm-hmm. can you do this? And so there was just a time where I just wasn't on it I guess I wasn't um, being responsive and stuff and so um, the client kind of pushed back on me and I didn't I, I responded well but I didn't after I was like yeah I need to start saying no Mm -hmm. like I'm tired yeah like I just I just say oh I can do this thing I can just oh I just need to do this it's oh it's just one client I can do this and then go back to my homework or go to do work and stuff like that but then I was like I'm actually tired and I don't want to do this like I I don't want to do this but I said yes and now I have to follow through Mm -hmm. and I'm not doing a good job at it Mm. um and so that yeah that that part um and then what happened? I still, I still went and took on more clients and stuff. But I was just like, yeah, I need to figure out how to balance this. I was, I realized even when I'm at work, how irritable I'll get. Mm. Um, we'll have uh, like our morning huddles, and my boss will always be like, she could tell by my facial expressions when I'm like not into it, mm-hmm. and she'll bring it up, and I'm like, oh my gosh, she can read my face right now. And I know a lot of people say they can. Read my emotions on my face, which I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so she'll be like, Oh, yeah, Tony doesn't like that idea. Or she'll be like, Oh, my God. Um, yeah, Tony doesn't seem into it. And I'm like, Oh. And I'll be like, Dang. Like, And then she'll be like asking me, How do you feel? And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Just telling everybody I'm fine. But mm-hmm. really, I'm just tired. Like, yeah. I'm really tired. And then Saturday comes and I don't want to do anything like I don't want to I don't want to go out I don't Mm -hmm. want to talk to anybody I'm just I don't want to do work I'm just tired so yeah that's I think that's the point where I realized like I'm I'm running on fumes right now yeah no no I think
1: similarly like um one of my endeavors nutrition counseling and I was like I think I got to a point maybe like two months ago I was like I don't know if I want to see clients anymore and it's not even even like I'm promoting. Like people find me as like a nutritionist, a dietitian in the most random ways. Mm-hmm. So like on a weekly basis, I, I get inquiries about nutrition counseling, and I love nutrition. I love counseling people. Um, for some reason, it was just feeling very emotionally taxing mm-hmm. because I take on the weight of if I don't see my client transform, I blame myself. Mm-hmm. And food and nutrition is something that's so intimate that I'm like, okay why aren't you seeing the changes when I'm giving you the exact things that you should be putting in? And then on the other hand, I have clients that are succeeding and they're not succeeding, but in a sense that they're meeting all of their goals very easily. Mm -hmm. So that just, that emotional work was just getting a lot from me, and then also right before the the appointments, it's just like when you see any of your practitioners, you want to make sure that your practitioner is like prepared. Mm-hmm. You don't want them to just come and see you on the fly. Like, did you read my chart? Did you read my notes? You know. So I was just starting to feel like, dang, do I want to continue on the continue doing this next year? So I think I tweeted and I was like I think I'm going to let go of one of these ventures. And then or no, I put it on like maybe my close friends or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I and then someone responded back like no, you do everything that you do well. I think maybe you should just limit the amount of people that you take in in every different area. And I think I was before as I am now in like I guess that was feeling like like that way 2 months ago, but then now I'm thinking about it. I'm like I actually can niche down so that way i'm getting the clients that you know i specifically am looking to assist and help Mm -hmm. but i can also create those boundaries like for example this is a holiday weekend Um, we had thursday friday and i technically think it goes saturday sunday like so this whole time is a holiday weekend and then i didn't realize that i had previously scheduled like a nutrition counseling patient on a friday because i was thinking i was still working that day so sometimes i schedule patients on fridays or clients on fridays and then i realized it's a holiday. I, even though I'm off of work and it'd be an ideal time for me to see clients, I don't have to do that. Yeah. And it's not like I I can create the boundary and say that this is a holiday time and this is a season where I can just relax and I can schedule that and I can put those parameters in place. And then I think I had I think I had one client that I responded to them and said that they could possibly come on Friday and then she said like she I don't know she really wanted to um, be seen on Black Friday mm-hmm. and I was just like no. And I think she was really annoyed by that. But at the end of the day, I'm thinking like, It kind of goes back to that saying, like, not all money is good money. I'm not, like, I don't need to say yes just because I'm, like, a new entrepreneur and Mm -hmm. I need to get all of the business. I need to get all the clients. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, if you don't want to go with me, it is okay. You will find another nutritionist. You will find another dietitian. I'm not going to – I don't want to have to slave and say, like, I'm going to work on – because I already work on weekends and I work evenings, you know, to see clients. I don't want to then, on top of that, work on holidays, Mm -hmm. like – it just doesn't give me the balance that I need, mm-hmm. um, and I think for me, when I was doing all of the weddings, on top of doing the weddings in different time zones, like I was in Italy, then I was in Greece. I was seeing nutrition clients like while I was away, and, I, and to, a part, to a point where I was like, "This is just not okay." Like mm-hmm. I could have created the parameters that said that you know I can't see all the clients while I'm away, but I'm sitting here trying to do the time zone difference to still see them, and because. I, the other thing is, I, because I'm organized, which I think is, is very helpful, I'm always like, I have to do this. I have to meet this. I, mm-hmm. I have to make sure that I see this client. But I was just getting to a point where it's just like, I actually don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I was also finding it hard and difficult to say no. Yeah. Like, if someone does ask me for something, like, especially someone I'm more familiar with, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can do it. Because mm-hmm. I just feel so awkward saying no, mm-hmm. or saying I'm not ready for this, or I don't want to do this. Um, but I think now... I'm now that I'm getting more I guess solid in creating these boundaries I'm like yeah I can say no or I can say what I need or I can say what I can do but I can't do everything right you know
0: I feel I felt that way too about like um, like not all money not all money is good money because yeah sometimes people will say like you you try to make some money and I'm like no, <laughs> no I'm not trying to make no- I want to sleep okay yeah I want to sleep I want to be alone. I want to I want to maybe do my my own creative projects that don't have any type of clients or any type of yeah. that doesn't require any type of response from anybody. Like I just want to be alone. And I think that I'm remembering like when I was I guess in like high school like this I just wanted to be like wanted Mm -hmm. in a way like I wanted to I wanted to feel like I um, was needed yeah was needed Mm -hmm. like I didn't want to feel like I'm just like this incapable person that just was just there so um I would always want to be like oh like what what can I do like how can I put myself out there or whatever and so I just felt like I was never busy. Mm. And so I wanted to be a busy girl and and do stuff and just be like this person that's just living and just doing and just all that stuff. Being a boss. Yeah. Yeah. And so now that I'm at this place where like I so I started like packing my schedule with stuff like I'm just I just always want something to do. Um, I guess so I can, I don't know, I just I just always wanted something to do. And I just always wanted people like on my line and ask me and, and all these things and just have this planner that's filled every hour with stuff to do. Like, okay, I'm going to go eat at this time, go to the gym, go do this, go do that, go do homework, and, and just be busy. And mm-hmm. just, you know, day in the life type thing. And then I realized, like, this is completely unsustainable. Like, yeah. you don't factor in the fact that, you're going to be tired or that you're not going to produce the results that you actually want to produce. Yeah. Um, you're you're going to have some failures along the way and stuff like that. And so that could be really discouraged. That that was kind of, that would discourage me from even wanting to go on to the next next task. If I feel like, okay, I'm, I'm really failing in this thing that I was so pressed to do. Mm-hmm. And now I still have this other, a whole bunch of other stuff to do. And it just felt like I don't know, it just, it just, that, that added to my burnout, where it was like, do I really need to be doing all these things, like, I, I don't, and I'm tired, and I, and I realize how, like, grumpy I'll be all the time, uh, like, towards, like, people who, <laughs> you know, they're not even anything. asking me to do yeah. anything, they're just- they just said hi and I'm I'm annoyed or like they like someone will hit me up like hey do you want it no I don't and it's like dang like I don't even I don't even know what you're going through right now you know stuff like that so yeah I just I just realized like yeah I need a I need a balance okay like I I got to experience the the, The busy lifestyle all the things I wanted to do and I I to feel important and stuff and now I'm like ask somebody else please like i'm not the only person that can do these things i would like i started like pushing all like if someone would ask me like have you considered this person it's like no i want you i'm like please consider this person and sometimes it'll be like my lack of confidence but also sometimes i'm just like i'm just too tired like i can't and instead of sometimes i don't even say i'm tired i'll just i'll just do it with an attitude yeah and that's not helpful either for the other person because they're like dang like if you ain't wanna do it, just yeah. say if you wanna do it. Oh, well, I said would, it. Well would you have would you have taken no as it for an answer? Yeah. Maybe not. But like, you know, now I'm doing this with an attitude and then the results are there, but then it's like, was it worth it? Like Yeah. And I think even with like the podcast There were days where we
1: would have it scheduled to record, and we're, like, both exhausted. And sometimes, and I feel like when we say no to things, I think it's in our nature to have a reason to say, like, okay, I'm saying no because of this conflict. But there were times where I'm like, I just... I'm not feeling it. Mm -hmm. Like there is nothing else, but I'm not feeling it, and I want to relax, or I want to, you know, to be able to just settle down, or to just have my weekend, Mm -hmm. to just do nothing, yeah. And you know, to think of adding something on, it can just be a lot mentally, Mm -hmm. especially with the season. I don't know. Also, if it's daylight savings, the winter season, it just is more a little bit like trudging along, like trying to like motivate yourself. Yeah. Like yeah, it's just very difficult. So I feel like. There are times where I feel like with one, with a, with each other, it's like okay, I, if I tell Tony no, I know she's not going to take it personal. I know she's not going to take offense. Mm-hmm. I have that. We have that communication and that expectation established. But when you have a relationship where you don't know, like even with an organization, with your boss in general, you're kind of like, I don't know if I can say no, or right. I don't know if
0: I can do this. I don't like, know if I can take my PTO. Yeah, <laughs> you're
1: just thinking like, okay, should I do? That's exact. Actually, PTO. That's because we have FTO which is basically like free we don't have any we don't accumulate time you could take off whenever you want so technically you could take off whenever you want Mm -hmm. but in my mind i'm like but i don't want to be the girl just taking off all the time so i didn't take off any time during the holidays and now i'm thinking to myself like i should have like Mm i my boss does it my manager does it like it's not like i have to count my days or feel like okay i already took off in september i can't take off now right the the policy is in place so that way it encourages us to take off you know Mm -hmm. um but i still feel self-conscious about doing that yeah so i think a lot of times it's very hard to force ourselves to relax or force ourselves to recharge when we know we need it Mm -hmm. or to really assert our boundaries and kind of stick with it. I feel like I am getting comfortable with it now. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, but I'm like, I know I just don't have it to to give. Mm -hmm. So I think because of that, it's easier for me to say no to things or to really like train somebody else because it is difficult to feel like, especially with having businesses, you kind of think like, oh, I have to do it all by myself. Yeah. But then you get to a point where it's like, if I don't train somebody, I am going to, to burn out. Yeah. Like you have to be able to give the responsibility. And if that person messes up, you're prepared for that in your head yeah. rather than saying like, I'm going to micromanage them. Cause if you're micromanaging them, you should have just did it yourself. Yeah. Right. Pretty much. So if you have to give them that responsibility and say like, I'm going to train you and I'm going to trust you and I'm, you're going to just do it. It's mm-hmm. not going to mess up. And even if you don't do it the perfect way, you're doing it your way and still getting done. And I'm okay with that. And I feel like um, I'm getting to that point of being able to delegate and to hand things off and not to do everything and also to explain to clients because this reminds me about boundaries I had to add in my in my contract for um event planning I had to add like a couple of items I was like I don't clean up I don't break down I don't set up and I don't haggle for prices because I feel like a lot of times I'll have a client say like oh you're not going to haggle for me or oh, can you get it lower I'm like "What right well, this what is, do you not my role. Like, what do you want me to do? Like,
0: like auctioneer?
1: Yeah. And sometimes I will ask. Like, I'll always ask. Like, hey, you know, this is our, this is the, this is the budget. What can you do? And I've done that. And I and clients have gotten it lower. Mm-hmm. But when you want me to do that for every vendor every mm-hmm. time, like that's also not my role. Yeah. You know, I can't also do that for every every vendor because they also have the reason why they're quoting their rates at what it is. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'm like at, at a lot of events where they don't hire enough staff. I find myself cleaning up Mm -hmm. but in the end I'm telling them or in the beginning I'm telling them you need to hire or you need to make sure you have enough staff in order to break this room down because I am not breaking it down and you know and a lot of times people want to cut corners or cut costs or or things like that but I have come to Sam is also in there he's like if if if, if people end up not saying that they don't want to, like, you know, go and hire the people they need to hire, that's not your job. They yeah. just didn't hire the person, you know, that is required for that. But, of course, I'm always kind of like, you need to make sure you hire the person because it's not my role. But I think those are the types of boundaries. I think when I'm getting – because I'm getting more comfortable with establishing boundaries in my business life, mm-hmm. I feel like it's helping me in every other area. Mm-hmm. But I think this is something that just started because I'm realizing, like, I can't do everything, yeah. nor do I want to do everything anymore. Yeah. And yeah. I think
0: – um not i think but i i've noticed for me when i am tired and i'm uh like don't want to do anything or i'm just you know at my breaking point like and i crash i have like really unhealthy habits so Mm. i would be like i'm dead tired i'll be in bed all day won't eat till like five like be on social media all day, like just doing all these other stuff. You think like, oh, this is free time to work on my creative passions. No, I don't do anything. I, don't, I haven't written for for pleasure in a long time. I haven't, I haven't done things that I just enjoy doing. Like yeah. I haven't practiced my violin. None of that in so long because it's like when I finally get that break. I just want to lay down. Yeah. And then by the time it's time to get up, it's time to do work. Mm-hmm. Or it doesn't, even the break doesn't even feel like a break because it's like, I actually have stuff to do mm-hmm. anyways right now. So what you're, is this? You're spending the break thinking about what you need to do. Yeah. So it's not really a break because you're mentally
1: yeah. exhausted still. Yeah.
0: So that, that breaks. And I was even thinking when you said, um, when you talked about like, you don't have to go for price. I even think about like for myself, like don't. Even me and all my side hustles don't come to me asking me to lower my price or like you know stuff like that because yeah. it's like, look, some of the some of the stuff I do is not the money is not worth it. Yeah, for me to even do it on my off day, like mm-hmm. there's it. You haven't given me an amount of money that's like that piques my interest to want to work when I could be sleeping. Yeah. So sometimes I'm just like. The, if you say you want to make money, no, that's not. What is that going to cover? Nothing. Yeah. That's not even my regular price. I don't want to do it. Yeah,
1: no, legit. Because, and I think we, as as we've gotten older, there's also like a time is money. And I've started to think about that more. I'm going to, like, for example, I can go to BJ's where the gas is cheaper, mm-hmm. or I can go to Royal Farms. Now, Royal Farms is closer, BJ's BJ's is further away. I feel like in my mind, how I used to think was like, I'm going to just drive all the way to BJ's. This is when it's inconvenient. That's why I want to caveat that. Um, I'm going to drive all the way to BJ's to get the cheaper gas because it's just cheaper. Mm-hmm. Versus in my mind now, it's kind of like yes, if I drive to BJ's, it is cheaper. But the effort and the time that I spent driving to BJ's cost something. Yep. Like even though I don't, I don't see it as a value or see it monetarily, it does cost those ten cent that I'm driving there. Yeah. So it's not like I'm getting ten cent for free just because. Especially when this is inconvenient. So going to like the Royal Farms gas station, while it is more expensive and on the on the out front, you have to think about it, I saved in time and I saved, well I saved in time, which therein I saved in money. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes we don't think about that because it's like, yes, I can get something for cheaper, but think about how many people have to go pick up something, mm-hmm. how many people have to bring something, how many people have to, we, we have to get all of these things in place. Mm-hmm. And by the time you calculate the time and effort spent in the task, it's equivalent to what you would have spent otherwise, you know what I'm trying to say? And I just feel like now in my life I just see so much I like I quit I time and money is basically almost the same. Yeah. Like if it's gonna take me effort and take me time to do it, then that costs something. Like Even with, like, your scheduling system. Like, I have a scheduling system that costs monthly, right? I could easily do the scheduling and stuff by myself. But the effort that it would take me to schedule all those clients, have my own system, do all of that, that takes time and effort that I don't have. Mm -hmm. So would I just pay for it to get it more conveniently? And I feel like that's just the place where I'm at. And, of course, you know, I'm just praying for, like, abundance in that area. But I just do feel like... It's, when you start to, I feel like when we start to think in that way, we're not always like, okay, let me just get it cheaper. Let me just get it quick and dirt. Like, it's not, it's not like that yeah. because you see more, you see the number, you see the number, but you see beyond that number yeah. as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just It's just so much more stress. Like, yeah, some sometimes the cheaper route is very stressful. It, it's it, more it, expensive. It's, it's very stressful. Like. You just the money goes and it comes back. Yeah. Just think of it that way. It will come back. Just spend the money. Just mm-hmm. spend the money and then it'll come back. Yeah. And you'll be fine. So, yeah. yeah. I feel like we talked about um how we assert our boundaries with like our like organizations, but how do you do it with friends and family?
1: That's hard. I feel like I have been in a season. In my life, I feel like i am been in the season for two years. So if y'all hear me say season, they, you know, the, what was it? Uh, the Christian, um, what is the thing going on on Twitter right now? The Christian urge just hate to call and read every, every single <laughs> <the> season. season. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Y'all, we love Twitter. I love Twitter. Love it's Twitter. the funniest place on earth. <laughs> but it's like, in the season of my life, Right. I am going through such a difficulty with um, my relationships in general. Where I feel like I've had to have conversations that I normally would not have had, because I'm technically like conflict averse, mm-hmm. even though that's changing and I'm be, be I'm able to have like difficult conversations. So with family, like sometimes just the wildest things be happening with family. I I have found that I I how I lead is like I do what I feel like is most comfortable for me, and then I kind of think about okay how can I fit. Other people's desires that they have made known to me, like, how can I fit that in? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but I have some instances where I've had to set a boundary that I might not completely like be like, or I've had to establish a boundary, or um, what does it mean? Like, I have to also oblige to a boundary that I don't actually. Feel 100%. And I feel like for me, it's kind of like Like a boundary
0: they placed on you. Yes.
1: So I'm kind of like, okay, well, I just have to maneuver this and I have to figure out how to. It's not easy though. And I think that's why I'm like, I don't have the words to really say, but I feel like with friends and family, I kind of think about, okay, what do I want from these relationships? And is what they're asking of me. Something that I cannot get. So, with family, I've, I've, I'm having a difficult time with the whole boundaries and family um, situation. With friends, it's not so hard because it's kind of like, hey, this is where I'm at, you know, and having really like authentic conversations. I feel like that's the thing. I've had a lot of like vulnerable conversations where it's like maybe me and a friend are going through something and I'm like being as honest as I can. And I think that is helpful on both ends. So, it's kind of like, I think, and I think every step of the way they're asking me like okay is this okay what do you think about this and I feel like that gives me opportunity to kind of explain where I am with things um, so with friendship boundaries it's not so hard because I do have feel like I have respectable friendships where it's like if I say something I think everybody kind of like a, like goes along with it um, and of course they have their boundaries as well which I respect which I think is important
0: so yeah. how about you? Um, so my, my family's Pretty small, so it's not, it's, it's, sorry. There's not much that like I, I mean, there's not much boundaries that I I need like really to put in place. Um, but like, I was just thinking about this time. Like, um, my brother, my brother recently came back home, and um, like I just laugh at this now, but like sometimes, like he'll like when he's when he comes home, like you know. When they come back in town, like, they need, like, rides and stuff. And so I just think about, like, how, like, sometimes you're just, like, scared, like nervous to ask me. I guess because of my response. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I'm just, like, okay. Or, like, yeah, whatever. You're like, not enthusiastic. Yeah. So I guess they, they like... They like kind of ginger me before they ask, and I'm like, dang, like you know, like you guys are my family. Like you shouldn't they, feel this like, way. Like just you know, it's okay. Like I, we can work, we can we can work around like our schedules to mm-hmm. make it fit and stuff. And so I realized sometimes it, it, it's easier for me to just offer it, so it's not like um, mm. they feel like they're burdening me. Yeah. Um, because I know my response is always like, oh whatever. Because I sometimes I need to think about like, okay, how is this gonna work? You mm-hmm. know. And so my initial response was like, I don't know. Like, I need to think about it. I don't want to make a decision right then and there. But if I offer it, they're like, oh, okay. But it's really like, like, yeah, we actually desperately need you to, we need your help. So um, I guess that's not really a boundary, but it's, it's just something I, I noticed, like, with my brother. And so it's so funny. It's like, dang, like, am I, like, intimidating a little bit? <laughs> you but, are. I've told you that before. Lol. yeah. But, like, yeah, so I do see that. So I'm like, okay, that's why your
1: boss makes those comments. Yeah,
0: and I feel so bad, and I'm like, dang, I need to work. I need to, I don't know. I it just, I feel like it's just a combination of things that needs to happen for <laughs> me to start looking happy and responding happy and yeah. doing those things. So at least I'm, you know, I'm, I'm becoming aware of it. So yeah, but it's also not like it's not like you have to
1: look happy yeah you know what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. especially if it's authentic to like your your face is authentically res- res- um, res-
0: responding to something yeah mm-hmm.
1: or actually is a reflection of how you internally feel yeah. i feel like if that's authentically you then yeah. it's okay you don't need to force something to be yeah. like i'm a happy girl yeah i'm a happy camper but i think
0: I, th- I feel like sometimes like some people are good at responding to like to something that they don't necessarily agree with mm-hmm. versus me i'm like I just make a face and I'm just, but I don't say what's on my mind. I'm just like whatever. Like, People know how to be PC. Yeah, and you don't know how to be PC. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I just, I'm just like no. Okay, yeah, and then I, and then if someone's asking me my thoughts and stuff, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like explaining or mm-hmm. like expressing. So yeah, um, yeah, there's not really much boundaries to put like um, with my family. Um, I think. Over time, they kind of know, like you know, when I need my space and stuff. Maybe, maybe I just, I, I feel like I should. I mean, I don't. It's not something that will actually happen. But like being more, I guess, vocal. Like if I'm not like feeling something, but I don't know. I you can tell. Like mm-hmm. it's not something that I, I I don't hide behind smiles and stuff mm-hmm. like that. If I'm not in the mood, I'm by myself. I'm like in my room and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and they don't really ask me for any absurd type of stuff. If they did. I don't know what I would I don't know what I'll do I'll probably be like you know make a face and like never mind Let's not <laughs> ask her. like you know but like it's it's I've never I haven't lately and I hope I don't yeah, but
1: boundaries I, also can be like other than asking you for stuff like maybe boundaries in um what they might ask you the conversations that yeah. might be had do you feel like and I feel like we I feel like you kind of have that boundary. Because sometimes I'm like, I don't know if Tori wants to talk about this. But it's not because you've ever said you didn't want to talk about mm-hmm. it. It's kind of like, I just don't know. Yeah, You know? So it's kind of like, let me just tread lightly around this topic. So that way I don't know. I don't offend in yeah. a way. And I feel like sometimes that, that could be like a boundary. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's another thing. You know, I don't, I don't talk to <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. My family... Yeah, I think I feel like just there's a lot of things are just like unspoken that like even friends and family kinda know they're like, I don't know where she's at with this, so let me not because they they kinda just wait for me to bring stuff up. Mm-hmm. They don't really just be like, Hey, so what about you know, like something I guess something that can be asked often in the holiday seasons like where's your man? or like mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Um my mom doesn't bother me with that Um, neither does my like my brother or anything like that Mm -hmm. but like when I'm if I'm ready to talk about something then I will share it and I I can tell by their reaction that that they're like they've been waiting for me to talk (laughs) about something they're like leaning in their phones are down they're looking at me like while she's talking you know (laughs) stuff like that so like yeah, but you're
1: giving them a present. Yeah. No, I can really that is you 100%. <laughs> like, as soon as Toy brings something up, you're like, okay, okay, you don't want to be too excited because yeah, you, if you're too excited, it's like, okay, she's not talking. I could
0: tell for sure. I could tell when people are like, oh my gosh, like, this is it. Like, she's sharing. But yeah, my, my family, they, they kind of give me that space before, like, until I'm ready to talk about something. And if I'm not really in the mood for having a, a conversation, I wouldn't these aren't these aren't necessarily like super healthy boundaries, but I just I would just if I'm not ready to talk about something, I don't really I'm not really some somebody that explicitly says like, Hey, I'm not ready to talk about this right now, we can talk about this time. You just sure I'm just like, Yeah. yeah. I'm like, No, or, or like okay, like or I just don't talk. I don't engage in the conversation anymore. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's like a group of people. Um, it's easy for me to just segue my way out. <laughs> yeah. From those conversations. It being hot. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then, so my friends the other day, they were like, um, they were saying how, like, yeah, um, I wanted, like, they wanted, they were like, they want to get to know me deeper. I'm like, you guys know me. Like, there's not, there's not much else to I was like, you guys, I feel like you guys know me. But I think it's another thing where, like, um, like what, what we just talked about, like, there's I don't know. I guess there's levels to to intimacy. friendship. Yeah, uh-huh. to intimacy and stuff. And so um, maybe there's some things that they think I don't share that mm-hmm. um, they want to get to know. I think that's probably what they mean. But then it, I feel like I'm just a very simple, like, yeah. there's not much...
1: To me, like once you you come off mysterious, but you're very simple. That people think there's which makes you look mysterious. That people think there's more to you. Yeah,
0: and so it's not it's not really like I'm not really I don't have this super guard up or all the time where I'm like yeah I'm just only gonna share purposely only gonna share this and then maybe in a few months and I see where their heads at I'm gonna share more Mm -hmm. like I'm not I'm not that calculated. Um, so yeah, I think pretty much. If when I'm ready to talk about something, I will share it, and then people will know. Then respond, yeah, yeah. and they'll respond that way. Nobody, I don't have. Thank God, intrusive people in my life who Mm -hmm. are like, yeah, like tell me about this. There are some instances where you know, there's like these sometimes, um, like you'll be in like a you'll be in a conversation, and then um, someone presses you to share something. Mm -hmm. Like um, I feel like. Maybe I've done that in the past a little bit with people where I'll be like, just say it, just say it. Mm-hmm. And, but if they're really not, re- but then if they share prematurely and then you know that you feel you that. Like, like, why did yeah, I say that? Yeah, it's that, vul- what do they call it? Vulnerability hangover. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, dang, like, why did I say, like, you just start playing it back in your head. Like, why the heck did I say all that? Like, yeah. what are they thinking now of me and all these things? Um, I think when I became aware of like how I feel after certain conversations, I've only been like, not calculating my response but like what i'm what i like am i ready to talk about this just because everybody's talking about it in that moment like am i ready to share yeah and if i'm not then that's I'm, okay yeah i'm mm-hmm. just not gonna say it in this in this moment but there's gonna be another opportunity where i can share it with people mm-hmm. um so yeah, that's helped me a lot lately. Where it's like I don't feel this pressure, yeah, this, or this like ugh. it's it's such a, a nasty feeling when you go home and you wake up the next day hangover, yeah. and you're just like, ill. Like mm-hmm. now these people like know something about me or like they. I don't know, it just, it just feels really gross, or it's like, mm-hmm. dang, maybe I was like misunderstood in this way, and you just feel like you have to overcorrect yourself, or no, or makes you, I feel like those moments make you even become like even more harder, like mm. more of a hard show. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to talk about that ever again around these people, and I'm not going to... Because I'm, I did not like how I felt yeah, that. Yeah, so you just become more closed off, and I think that when you, when, when I'm learning about myself and learning with other people is that giving people that space to... If they want to share something, share. If they don't, they don't. Yeah. And not thinking about it and
1: not pondering it and not wondering what they could have said and just letting it go. They don't want to tell you right then and there. They don't want to tell you. Yeah. They don't want to tell you who they're talking to. They don't want to tell you what they got. They they just don't want to talk about it. And it's okay. And I feel like we have to be okay with... Letting people not sh- not have to not feel the pressure mm-hmm. of sharing, yeah. um, and it's funny as we're talking about boundaries. People with the new like iPhone update, everyone has like their Do Not Disturb on, and I'm just I've never been a person that that needs to put their Do Not Disturb yeah. on. And then I was thinking because they were like, yeah, because my people be calling me, they be texting me. I'm like, my friends don't call or text me. I don't know, <laughs> like I don't know if we're old. I'm like, I just don't be, I don't talk on the phone. I don't have a reason to put my do not disturb on. Like, the most people I'm texting are like clients. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I'm doing. But then I also ask myself, I'm like, dang, I want a friend that I got to be putting on do not disturb. Why? Like, I'm like, why don't my friends call me? Like, why don't I talk on the phone? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's just so funny when you think about it's like, You kinda it makes you want what you don't have and it's just like, Yeah, well I just want to talk on the phone for hours. And I'm like, But do you really want that? You know, you just want the appearance of that, like you have that person who because after I said that I would always notice like a woman who was just in the store on the phone, talking to her friend or talking to her girlfriends. And I'm like, Why don't I have that? Mm -hmm. Like and it just makes you assess yourself because then earlier in this year I'm just looking for friendships. I'm just looking to hang out with people, but now I'm looking for friends that I want to talk on the phone with. Yeah. You know, just like and it's just like the standard keeps changing when you see something thing that you think you want that you mm-hmm. don't have mm-hmm. um so it's like whenever I see people's phone on do not disturb I'm just like wow they're they're busy
0: people yeah you know and and I'm it's like, like are they really busy or are they just like they just don't want to be bothered by anybody right now it's so. just never gotten maybe I need maybe that's why I
1: I'd be burnt out but I don't know my phone doesn't bother me that mm-hmm. much because I feel like I have the boundary of like when I get to bed my phone is down if I'm asleep, I'm sleep don't mm-hmm. call me you know stuff like that but um yeah I find yeah. that interesting
0: what about like when i don't know i don't know what the, what this categorizes as but like when you're not in the space to like hear what do people call it what trauma dumping or trauma mm. bonding something mm-hmm. like that like when you're just not in the place when you're not ready to because sometimes i i um i've been told that i'm like a listener mm-hmm. so when those moments where you don't feel like listening like what are those boundaries for that like what do you say like if someone just dang, it's hard. People don't really call me out. People don't call me out of the blue or anything. But like, like let's say like you're just not in the headspace. Sp- headspace to, to receive to, that, to, yeah. yeah. I do
1: think I think this is easier for me um, with Sam because being married. Like there will be instances where I will literally say like I do not want to talk about this right now, or I don't want to not even Towards talk your, about this. When you're yeah. Talk to your husband. Yeah. Oh. Or like say like like he has something to share that's really like heavy. I'm like, I, I don't have the capacity to receive this. Like, if I, like, for example, we had um, a wedding. And after the wedding, we had to have, like, this serious conversation. And I kept saying multiple times, like, I am not in the headspace to receive anything from this conversation. Because like you said, I'm going to get irritable. I'm going to be grumpy. I'm going to snap back. Like, I'm just, I'm not emotionally there to have this conversation. So I feel like that has helped me a bit. Um, So it doesn't happen so many times with my friends because, you know, like, again, my friends don't really call me out of the blue. So if we are going to have a conversation, it's because we plan to hang out or plan to talk. Um, So, but there can be times where even for me, if a friend told me like, hey, I'm not really in the headspace to really hear and receive what you're saying right now, I think I would be okay with that. Of course, if that's like the only friend where I feel like I can be vulnerable with that about, of course I'm going to feel like, oh man, like I'm stuck. But I'm also not going to be mad at them Mm -hmm. because I feel like we've built a relationship long enough for them to be able to say that. Mm -hmm. So I think it is saying in those instances where it's like, I'm not in the headspace to really help you. Because you know, like when you're venting, and then low key, you're also in the same space, so you're not really helping the person. I'm like, girl, we just we just we just wallowing together, right? And that's not what they want. Yeah. So I think also you have to tell you tell them like if you're looking for helpful advice, I'm not in the head space to be able to give that right now. If you're looking for someone who's just going to empathize with you and maybe wallow with you, I can do that. That's where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. But then it's also kind of like I'm just I'm just sad and I can't receive that. I think saying that, but it's I think those things are just easier said than done. Like because yeah. when you actually have to practice it, it's yeah. hard.
0: Yeah, you're like whoa, like, uh, <laughs> I, yeah. When that when that moment does come, I don't know. I'm just, I don't, I don't like that like scripted type of talk. Like, like, hey, I'm not, I'm not in the headspace to receive that right now. Let's talk about this later. I can't, I don't talk like that. So for yeah. me to now start saying that to my friends, they're like, girl, bye. Anyways, <laughs> like, you know. But then I also think about like even for me, like sometimes I'm like I've I always wonder like when is there like ever a time for me to to share like
1: mm. i don't bring
0: like for other people it, it seems like very n- not in trauma dumping or anything like that but just talking like this just feels very normal for them to just be like just just start talking but for me i just feel like i have to think about things and then i'm like okay who do i share this with or like mm-hmm. what at what point in the conversation do i share this or like so those are also factors that makes me like wait mm-hmm. sometimes i can just bring it up if i feel like okay this is a this is a good time and i just but then there's other times where I'm like, I don't know. Like I yeah. don't know. Like I don't know when to when to talk about this. I don't even know like what I'm really feeling right now. If I should wait till I feel the feels and then share it, or if, if I should just go out there. Yes. Yeah. Or break th- and then sometimes I just end up just journaling it. I'm like, okay, I feel fine for like these couple like days or whatever. But yeah. then if something just keeps being persistent, I don't know. It just I just sometimes I want to wait for someone to tell me like tell me about this. Sometimes, sometimes, other mm-hmm. times I'm like, I'm not ready. But then it, when though when it, when it feels like there's that opening, then I can just go right in. But then yeah. other times it's just like, I don't know. I don't know if they are ready for that. Like, I don't want to just end up sharing something. And then, and then it's like, yeah. And
1: I think also with that, you have to People have to know that there are different facets of you. Like, for example, someone's not going to say, tell me about this if they don't know that aspect of you, if that makes sense. Because to them, they're like, okay, I can only talk to Toyin about her business endeavors, school, and if she got a man. But if there's so much more to you that you want people to ask or express about it's like I, they have to know that part of you yeah. or be not know it but know that that's something that is important to you because yeah. if not they won't bring it up yeah. if that makes sense yeah. um so I don't know it's like one of those things' like as you learn and grow in relationships it's like it's always something new
0: yeah
1: always something new but I'm happy we we had this conversation I know, right we're here
0: we like talked about everything there's I mean there's bur- burnout boundaries friendship they they literally fall under any every aspect of your life yes work school business friendships relationships Mm -hmm. everything like they yourself yeah boundaries yourself when you feel burnt out what do you do stuff like that they all they all fall into every aspect of your life and so it is important to like assess those those things yeah
1: no i think this was a helpful conversation i think we can use boundaries like you said, in every aspect of our lives, and there's so much more that can be explored with this. So, yeah, I'm happy we're here. Forgive yeah. us for the absence. We already explained. We explained yeah. in this whole episode why yeah. we were absent. Yeah. You know, so don't fight us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know you guys are, like, I mean... People have been like, "Yeah, I'm so excited for the other episode that they've been like listening to, relistening, yeah. like, talking about it and stuff." So like, yeah, you guys don't give us, you guys don't pressure us that they, much. You about, don't. Yeah.
1: And then people will say like, "I listen to, I listen to it with my friends, and yes. I'm like, that's the best part so, for me." Like,
0: yes, or when I like, I'm just scrolling on like Insta stories and I see like, yeah, <laughs> and I'll send
1: it to Tony. Tony was like, "I saw it."
0: <laughs> <laughs> Even yeah. that, like, or or like, you just post the, my the podcast episode. You, you're, you're like watching it on TV and stuff. I'm just like yeah It means like, so wow. much to yeah, us I Listen this to this With your girlfriends yeah. With your
1: friends I hope it helps Hope it strikes Conversations for you guys To yeah. like go deeper And just build healthy Relationships yeah. And friendships yeah.
0: We're gonna be talking More about uh, boundaries And burnouts um, On our socials Hopefully um, <laughs> So yeah We can definitely Continue the conversation There um, So yeah If you guys are not Following us Make sure you follow us On Instagram At What's is, what is our Instagram And, and friendship. friendship Pod Yes or is it the and friendship pod? Yes, it's and friendship pod. And friendship pod. So follow us on there. Check us out on our website as well. You'll see our website in the link. In the
1: link in the bio. And then yeah. also,
0: you can also watch our, um, our YouTube.
1: Yeah. So if you have any dilemmas, please, please, please share it with us. Yeah. We're, we, we are here, y'all. We're here for y'all. Yeah. We're here to talk about friendship. So yeah.
0: happy yeah. holidays and we'll see y'all soon. All soon right. We'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.